Welcome back to Aldi's Mummy and Me series podcast. Today I am talking to Brian Dowling and Arthur Gurunlian. Thank you. <laughs> You'll know Brian from the Big Brother franchise. He was both a winning contestant and a presenter, and now he's bloody everywhere. Can't get rid of me. <laughs> And nor do we want to. You may even have caught up with him recently hosting the six o'clock show with Una Healy and Ireland AM. Yes. Although we haven't watched it yet. It was first morning. Too early. I was up at like 3 (laughs) a.m. Yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> um, Arthur just wrapped on the latest series of Dancing with the Stars as a judge and has worked with some of the biggest pop stars in the world. We're going to talk to the married couple about their careers, how they find balance in each other, and exciting things that are happening. Yes. Ooh, suspicious. I love it. What Suspense. are those things? Guys, any news? I don't know. Anything? Anything to talk about? Ireland, I am. Arthur, you're any taking dancing? Any? No. Nothing really. Nothing. Oh, oh, we are also pregnant. Shut the front door. There is, baby. There is a bun in someone's oven. I love it. And we own that bun. That bun. Tell me about the bun. Yeah, I mean, we are second trimester, so we're well into it now. You know, I I can imagine being a parent yourself. We're not parents yet, but I feel like we are already. Is that you? You never stop worrying. Because I thought when my sisters and our friends got pregnant, oh, she, you're fine. I didn't realise there was such milestones yeah. from the start to the finish and the heartbeat and the HCG level and this and that and it has to maintain and what. And even going into it and, you know, we are using a surrogate. We've gone down the surrogacy route and the laws and regulations and the countries, you know, ovulation and cycles, loads of stuff. So much medical jargo. And, you know, and jargle even and just so much stuff and then you think there's also a baby sometimes the mechanics of how it works are so there's so much information and you forget at the end of it you get a child that can be lost I feel along it because you're trying to kind of fight and get out there and and make it happen and we've wanted a family probably since 2018 2019 and now you know we're, we're having our baby this year Slightly older, I'm 44, Arthur will be 42, but this is just the right time. But there's just so much and there's no laws and regulations surrounding surrogacy in Ireland. So what is that like? So what is a surrogacy journey here? Um, And I know there's been so much discussion on it recently about um, even guardianship in relation to your child. But what, what is it like starting or where do you even start obviously you guys have a conversation you know yourselves and go we want to be, we want to be parents and i know that you have spoken about it before um but yeah what is what, what's what's the we journey were like? lucky enough that we had friends that have gone through this and people we knew that people we trusted and loved could point us in the right direction and i feel if you're going on a recommendation from someone who's already gone through the process you feel it's more inclusive and you feel safer but i do know that we did ring some people in Ireland and they were not even entertaining the conversation with us. How do you mean? Oh, Just ring in to say surrogacy, we're trying to start a family. Oh no, we don't, we don't do that. As in like for agencies? For, for as, a, as soon as you said gay, the word for gay, hospitals. it was completely like different. You know, uh, some of that specialised infertility yeah. in Ireland because you have to start off first, hey, you know, can we have children? And you know, is that, how do you go about that? And I remember ringing someone, they were like, oh no, we, we, we don't do that. What? Because yeah. it's two men. Because you have to do all the checkups and everything. We were like, let's stay here because we're in Ireland. Let's start here somewhere. And they were like, bing, bing, bing. I, I, I honestly didn't know that. 
Yeah. Do you think that that is going to change? It has to change. I mean, we were lucky enough, you know, we went somewhere else and that was all amazing because I think as individuals, you want to start out, you know, and say, well, are we are we healthy enough? Can can we have children? But to be shut down straight away just to say because you're in a same sex relationship and, you know, you're married and you're gay. Without even advising us. Exactly. Without even saying anything. We don't do it. Bye, thank you. No, and then we don't, we don't even have anywhere to tell you to go exactly. to the stage two. And I feel people from our community are vulnerable when they're going to countries where things aren't been done properly and people are being taken advantage of. We are lucky enough we were guided to go to the right places right. from our community, as I've said, that are going to countries that are vulnerable, women that may be vulnerable. Who's governing all of that? When you're segregated and told to go away, you're not welcome. It drives people to go down other avenues that maybe they wouldn't. But people want families. And just because we're gay, who decides, oh, you can't have a family because we don't do that here? It's just ridiculous. That blows my mind in this day and age. But then again, it doesn't. When you start the like the beginnings of the conversation, did you think that it would have taken obviously you had an old pandemic thrown in the middle of there which what, probably com- what, what was that? <laughs> oh, listen, th- oh, do you know what I mean? Tell You've me been up since three in the morning I think <laughs> oh listen Is it, it was Christmas a, yet? It was a shit show I'll tell yeah. you about it again tell me It again. went on for yonks Okay <laughs> But did that was that like if you started the, the discussion I guess when in 2019 just before all of it did that it make was it actually, more It was difficult? after my mum passed away in 2018 I realised that you know life was going to be super super short but we always wanted kids yes. we always wanted 100%. definitely like when we got married we said okay what's next building family and I actually I was more having kids than getting married to him yeah. but obviously he forced me into it to yes. get married I mean I'm a Catholic woman he's <laughs> <laughs> like no it kids to us all. Got marriage first. before that so we got married and I was like I always always want to build a family yeah. and uh, when he, mom's, his mom passed away we're like okay this is it this is the time we have to build a family and at the time we were living in LA I mean I was in Los Angeles and we said I was kind of against surrogacy because I know how hard it was and me being from my background I was like I don't want to spend all that money I want to save kids I want to yes. go and adopt and I Arthur, know Arthur tell us be... about your, your background just so for people who don't know and tell us how you formed that thought and why you, why you were thinking that so I'm actually, I'm a from refugee background. I'm from Armenia and I left Armenia when I was 12 years old. So we uh, were seeking asylum in Belgium. So I was there for eight years and uh, it was very tough times. And I was growing up in Belgium without knowing what's happening because my mom and dad always, you know, camouflage everything for us because they wanted the best for their kids. So yeah, I'm coming from that background that I've seen horror basically and for me to think that spending all that money to get a kid that I can save so many children out there especially in Los Angeles there's so many kids I was like to Brian you know what you know my background I can't justify spending all my money let's start adoption Mm -hmm. and that's how it all started back in 2008 I think 18 um, around like June I think yeah and we again was we seen a signpost in America yeah we did we were driving like where do you start like and they were saying about same-sex Couples, but yeah. in America, they're in a different league when it comes to sure. everything. Sure. everything. And we called a number. We gave. Long- I remember, I was like, should we call? And we both, like, kind of sitting in a car, like, two little girls didn't know what to do. I'm like, should we call? Should we call 1 800? Yes, we're yeah. thinking about literally, this. We literally, what and we that? just pressed the button. Oh my God. Yeah. And the woman, like, literally American accent, hello, and 
uh, 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 What's that an American accent? Go again. So then we went for a meeting and we had a few meetings and we got, you know, and their situation was it was more like a foster to adopt situation. Okay. So you would be, you know, given a child, obviously you have to pass all, all the guidelines and all of that, but that child could be taken off you. And I said to Arthur, the situation would be we can't get yeah, attached no. for six months or a year because their parents or parent could have been in rehab could have been in jail could have been doing something and I thought we can't get attached and they were saying oh you can change the baby's name to a name you want but then it may have to be changed back and I thought no this but is then just also yeah. when you're hearing those stories you want to help that child I, I was know. like I was there oh my god when I was young if I, if I didn't survive the way we did with my parents I would love someone to take me in and foster me did you, you know what did I mean? you move with your parents yes I did okay. move with my parents I mean I was 16 when my dad passed away after two years and that was horrific that was very bad you know you're seeking asylum and then your dad passed away 16 years old but my mom was my rock so she did everything for us so and and when they were telling us you can actually foster someone to help there's one moment Brian's like holding my arms like we can do this but then at the same time I'm like yeah but I'm going to be too attached I can't after two months, three months time, somebody's coming to me saying and you also, can't have that kid. In America, they told us there was lots of siblings in the system. Yeah. So when we got further in, we were told you could actually end up having two or three wow. children because they tend to keep families yeah. together. And we were like, absolutely. But not just for six months or for two years. I this know. has to be a situation. And then you're going into private adoption, which was next. And then... You know, we were renting in LA. We lived in in a studio. Oh, we had to change. Yeah, and then we were working, and we were like, you know what? No, this just isn't where we are right now. Sure. You know, we need to get to a place. And I always wanted to come home. Yeah. I always wanted to have our family at home. I'm one of seven. I have six sisters. I need that support. Then that old pandemic thing we touched on. Yeah. Fucked it you all up for everyone. I have heard about it. <laughs> but, it, you know, it fucked it up for everyone. Actually, it does change everything. Yeah, it changed because our Because we're whole going lives. through everything. And I mean, there's one thing I will never forget because, you know, we're gay, mm-hmm. but we're also Don't white. Don't tell her. Oh, sorry. What? Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, like, that. <laughs> I remember sitting there and this lovely lady said, you're Irish and you're Armenian, but I just want to let you know the type of kids you're looking for, you might not get. And we looked at each other. Oh, yes. That was like so, to say that, you will never get a white kids. Hang on, where was this? In the States? In LA. This is in America. Yeah. yeah, she said, just so you know. And I thought... It was... But I think she met an assumption no, about we are looking or about for me that we want... She told me you're not going to get your blonde hair, blue eyed we like, no. child. And I went, oh, we're not here for that. Yeah, no, no, no. We're no. just here to oh, have a family. Yeah. Of course. Of course. In all its forms. So I think there was... Oh, she was so relieved. Her face literally from white. She went, Thank you. Because lots of people walk away. You know, and like we it's like, so many things happening like that. And that was strange. And we left strange. her. Did she actually say that or did yeah. I imagine it? No, she didn't. But maybe it's the whole thing of being, you know, transparent and being totally honest. Yeah. And actually, I, I do feel, I, I feel actually about Americans that everyone goes, oh, you never know what they're saying. I feel like they're really direct. Yeah, so direct. I'm like, oh, I didn't so need to know that <laughs> harsh truth. Yeah. So <laughs> true. But you know where you oh stand. God, so yeah. true. You know where you stand. At 100%. And it is, there's something that like you can learn from that, just kind of go, they, something, I don't mean in that regard, but I feel like that they do. And as well, I think, I don't know, because it's quite, sometimes quite litigious. I, think, I feel like they have to get all the information out yes, in case they get into trouble. Yeah. Straight away. Yeah. Yeah. So because they have people walked away people like oh no we want a blonde blue eyes you know 
but you can't because yeah. it's very it's the odds are nothing well I guess I guess you know as awful as that is that you would have to explain that to somebody it probably saves their time they don't 100%. want to go down a route with somebody Paperwork, and try to find a home checks. for a kid yeah. and then somebody walk away imagine how heartbreaking that correct, is correct correct and there's somebody you know waiting who needs a, who needs yeah. a home so that was the initial conversation yes um uh, and then coming, so you decided to come home and then... Well, we didn't really decide to come home. Okay. We were forced to come home. I was um, over here for Dancing with the Stars. No one's clapping. Did really well on the show. <laughs> Thank you. My cha-cha-cha. Okay, well. Joanne Byrne is clapping yes, in the Joanne. other room. Thank you, it's Joanne. It's soundproofed and everything. <laughs> yeah, but clap louder, Joanne. <laughs> That's a good clap. Thank you. So done that show which was amazing opportunity to do that show one of the hardest things I've ever done I've I need, heard I need to start speaking highly about that show because if people ask me to do it I go no don't do it hang on a second oh no no they're going to come after us <laughs> yeah. don't say that he's yeah, working know, with them judge. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. sorry I, I, I think that is looks like the hardest thing it that is. anybody could ever do and I've done a show called Hell's Kitchen <laughs> it's harder than Hell's Kitchen but it's fun you have Listen, a skill now. It's fun because you can. No, sorry, I can I intercept this by saying first time I ever met Arthur? Was <laughs> oh yes, one of my low points in my career. <laughs> you smashed it though. I'm no, sorry. I'm sorry. There's Should a few tell things I need how to we say. Met? I have to say how we met. And yeah. like honestly, I I have so that was probably nine or ten years ago. Oh and ever God, since, yeah. I'm like he's possibly one of the kindest people I have ever met. So it was talk that, to me after. Later. <laughs> I'll give you some tea. We always need balance. Yeah. <laughs> but in the moment where, because people can get frustrated, right, when people can't dance. I cannot dance. I can't do it. I cannot do High it. High five. Either can I snap? I can't do it. No, I can't it do it. stresses me out. Yeah. Even when I'm trying to do routines in the gym, I'm like, what did you say? <laughs> lifting the dumbbell. So I, we had to do this like routine sequence and for filming, like it is scary when we, we, we practice for a week. There was a show I did years ago in Comedy Central, Threesome, yeah. and Arthur was born into it. <laughs> what was it about? <laughs> I always when I say that we met on threesome I was like what (laughs) Um, but we uh, anyway we had this dance and the whole premise was was that it was this lovely dance that we had done forever so it had to be flawless it had to be natural natural like we had the song came on and we just went into this dance and the two lads were amazing and you were so patient with me I couldn't get it so that was just when it was the three of us you did amazing I'm sorry you did no you did hang on if you had a paddle from zero to ten what would what paddle would you have picked Okay, I have to say eight and a half, but there's that no is half. Too okay. kind. So what happened was it was a party scene. So then you bring in eighty extras yeah. and, yes. and put me in this dress that right was full of sequence. I was chafed to bits, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And then it's like, and action. Everyone's fine. Everyone. There's two hundred people that have taken a place for you to do the dance, and you were so kind, Arthur. Anyway, they edited around me. <laughs> so it looked good. Look good. Round yes. of applause. Yay. It looked good. Well and done. Applause for editing so and now, the magic of. So TV. now you get. My feelings oh. when you're forced to dance. So, Dance with Stars came off that. We went into lockdown. I was in the apartment in, on Cable Street. Yeah, but I was meant to be actually coming back for work. Yes. And then we, I was going to work in Germany and then we're going to go on holiday, go back to LA yes. and carry on yeah. all this, you know, adoption papers and everything. Because the agencies, the two agencies we saw, they were very happy with us. So, I'm like, listen, I'm going to Europe, I'm going to work. Meet my husband and then we're going to come back and carry on. And then March happened and... Pandemic. And then Arthur ended up packing up where we were in LA. He packed it up with our friends Donald and Sophie and they were moving home coincidentally at the same time. But we were forced into it and we were on the O1 visas. And yeah. the thing was kind of like, well, you don't have a green card. You don't have citizenship. Just get out. Get out. Really? And we had four years on our visas. We like These were new visas. So he packed up. Came home, moved into my mum and dad's house yeah. in Rathangan. I was back in my room that I had as a, a growing up as a child. Arthur was there with me. And honestly, 
I mean, even though the pandemic was dreadful and you feel bad saying this, but it gave us that point in our lives to slow yeah. down. First time in 20 years back knowing to each basics. other we were together. First back to time, basics. Yeah. Every day, doing nothing, going, eating loads of food, not working out and not really fucking caring about it either. <laughs> there was no it. demand. You guys were doing a few dances though. Well, just, he was forcing me in to do it again. <laughs> now you know. I know he's not that. Yeah. Nice. And then we, things start opening up. We, you know, get our own place. First time We've lived together in Ireland ourselves, still in Kildare and Straffan. And then we were like, okay, we really need to, we need to really go for this now. And let's go, we're all in now. We have a base. We've got support for friends and family. Yes, we're in a pandemic, of course, but we could be here for another two, three, four, five years. Can't stop us now. Mm. And I'm looking at my age going, yeah, I'm getting old. No, but also we started, we we actually stopped in America, obviously, because we're here. It's too hard. But we went... Let's adopt in Ireland. Mm. Is that, is, I've heard that's a very difficult oh, process. Oh, that's... that's. Well, we had two conversations oh and then... God, so hard. We didn't because the attitude again was the whole yeah. gay thing. And I heard the conversation. Now, I got really pumping the chest yeah. going, put that no, bitch actually, on to happened, me. He called the lady to start talking and she said something and he went, he was going to explode. I picked up the phone and I said, let me deal with this. So I said, hi, we were, we were looking adoption. They're, at, they're like, how old are you? I'm like, I'm going to be 41 at the time. I'm going to be 40. And he's going to be 42. He's like, yeah, um, it's kind of old, but we can see what we're doing. I was like, that's my husband. And she went, yeah, um, let me see. Just heard shock Stop. that we said husbands. It was that. The age was, uh, was shocked just, and yeah. stopped. And I went, oh my God. Oh my. He said, yeah, it would be very hard. There's no kids to adopt. What? And then, well, I, in, how do you deal but with in that? A way, in a in good, way, it's good. But no in a way, kids. in a good sense, that there's not enough, enough children enough coming children. into the adoption system. So they're with their families yeah. and they're Which all happy. Amazing. And, and as Arthur, because it was something that you wanted to do, you did explore that and it wasn't going to work. No, exactly. And oh, we would have done that. everything with him. We've done everything. Yeah. From everything I have, I was like, I want to adopt kids. I want to actually help someone. But it didn't happen. How, how do you deal with that emotion? Because it's so frustrating and upsetting how do you do you, you, because you feel then well we've uh, we've no other options okay like, what do we do like, but as a gay couple yeah. does that make you want to scream what's well, frustration do you know what I get angry I'm not going to lie I got a little bit angry not in a bad way but it's like I can save a child's life I'm here to give everything and I can't I think it's, it's okay to be angry yeah, I, I, was, I was very upset I was like my god I can give you everything yeah. I can give you a nice home beautiful life we can enjoy with you but it's like no you can't have it but it's like the process if you could just like scoop a child up who is in need of that and like just 100%. teleport it oh to your life god. oh yeah. my god I know. but also with the adoption it can take three to five years yeah. and then we would have aged out to be like in our mid 40s or older you're, 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 are you worried about age? age is a thing for me it's is not it? so much is the it physical see I am not age is it's number just the fact yeah, I, almost, too. I almost feel I like say, I'm and then <laughs> worry constantly like, about oh my, my aging process. I want to be running around with the kids. I know. You don't want to be 50 something. Is that your granddad? It's actually my father. <laughs> You're so funny. No, like, I, yeah, but look at all the life lessons you have. I think there's like there's good and bad to to both. Yeah, and you guys have got a lot of uh, a lot of energy. Well, it's he, not like you're literally 65. No, I know. I'm 62. <laughs> you look amazing. Thank you. So then you know, and then it was well. Let's go back to the surrogacy one let's go back to that because realistically we think that's more feasible yeah. for us but then obviously you're looking for your surrogate you're looking for your, your egg donor the in our situation where you can the do clinic it. and do they accept same sex couples and the expense You again from the start of our conversation you forget this is about having a child yeah. that people do it some people do it so easily yeah. so matter of fact is that frustrating like, it is frustrating but I think something that you really really want Sometimes the hustle and the fight 
makes it even more worthwhile. The, yeah, the outcome of that and just go, we, yeah, we fought for this little person. Yeah, but then it's the discrimination when baby's here. Everyone's obsessed with knowing who's the dad. Which one of you is it? It's like, no, don't be so vulgar. It's none of anyone's business. Only one no, of us is going to be. No, but I think it's a kind of natural be. thing to people say. Yeah, but, it's, that. No, but that's strange to ask. I, it's a strange, I think, I think I, it is. Yeah. I think it is. I think if you understand there's a gay couple, I think it's not, that is none of your business. Yes, and that's then you just talk about the baby. You see, I'm trying Punch to be it. the nice one. Like, okay, but they can ask. But you I'm like, no, I, don't ask. Because straight. obviously only one have, of us, yeah, you know, can say. No, not asking. Good. But I think people, because, you know, are, are, are kind of curious. No, they're always asking, polite. if you're doing it, who's going to be the dad? Who's going to... Both of us. Yeah, yeah, that's what we say. We mix it up in a glass. Exactly. And we threw it in the air. Put it in the Nutribullet. Yes. And then you always say, if it's a big nose, it's Arte. If it's a small knows it's me here we go <laughs> but then there's the actual legality as well it's a word I need to use more the legality it sounds so you, you find yourself so smart. thank on. you legality <laughs> you find yourself having to be really on it I need to be on my shit now I need to know stuff that I wouldn't have known if I was straight and wanted to have a child you know whoever is the biological father their name goes on the birth cert which gives you the one Sweet FA. What does that look like, right? So you've got the uh, the biology side, yes. of it, right? So the biological <clears throat> father, and then so what is the law here? If you have a baby by surrogate, what happens to both? How do you do that, deal with that? So as two parents. Yeah, the thing about it is, is that you would have the person that gives birth, who is the surrogate, even though they're not the biological sure. mother. You know, the, saying the word mother is a trigger for me yeah. because I know our child doesn't have that. So I don't like using the word mother. It's very odd. Yeah. I like to say donor and surrogate. Yeah. It's very strange. And I think that's a thing that maybe I need to get my head around. I, I don't, it's strange. I think, it's just I think, a thing for me on I, the outside and mm. I don't know anything about it. I can mm. understand that because language is important. Yeah. And the once you, words. Yeah. And once you have your boundaries and you know the setup and that's what you go with whatever anybody else does I think that that you know you, you have the parameters you're like that is what yeah. is going to work for yeah. our setup. Because when the baby's here he or she will never have mother. Yeah. Like it's normal. He's well, they'll have me. I mean, hello. <laughs> I'll just be fabulous. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, so even saying both. that as a joke to you now, it, that could ruffle but, feathers for people. It's so funny. It's true. We're it so, does. It's so, yeah, because so we're so problem. conscious of using the correct words. So person that gives birth is considered on the birth cert the biological mother. That's just how it is okay. because I think it's old fashioned. The person that gives birth has to be the mother. Yeah, it's like we only have two options here. Yes. We need to take a box. Yes. Um, we know who the biological father is. We're privy to that information already, you know, so it's our baby, yeah. you know. But then if we didn't know, a DNA test would have to be done the day the hour the baby is born for the birth cert to put down biological yeah. father. Oh, if you both kind of went for it and so, so, so and what happened? And we don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. But we do know. So we're already yeah. going in knowing this sure, is, sure. you know. And then my understanding is after two years, one of us then applies to be a guardian. Okay. And then you have guardianship for only for 16 years because when the child they're turns 18, 18 they're, they're an adult. That might be good if you're sick of them. <laughs> Bye. So there's Call all me. of that. There's all of that. And it's just, it's just, it's just, and there's so much we did not know. Oh, and the legality and the this. And I'm like, I was almost a bit like, you know what? No, baby's born. We're taking baby. I don't care. Get the police to come after me. They can, people can come after you in airports. If your name's not matching baby's name on passports, you'd get a letter from this and that. And if there's an issue, only the dad. And I'm like, See, I get really riled up about that. Yeah. I don't blame you. It's full on. You know what? You know, a good thing is that we have the same name. When we got married, I changed my name in so no matter what 2015. Happened, yeah, Korea, yeah. I, I changed my name, you know, yeah. because I wanted us to have a family and that we have the same surname. 
So it makes it much easier. Yeah, to so- and do you th- have you sorted the paperwork now? No, we've not even nothing like oh, that. Oh, okay, okay. We're still. And is yeah. that is that a pain in the arse? <laughs> it is. It is a pain in the arse, you know. And you know, we I suppose haven't been fully open yet with the dynamics of our surrogacy, you know, and how it's working because we're just taking this in kind of phases with who we tell and when we tell. Of course. Because there is, this gets me a bit emotional actually, so bear with me. I suppose there is a feeling where you're trying to protect everything and, you know, people that are involved in stuff. And I think we live our lives, you know, in a public platform, which we appreciate. But this is something that is just so private to us you know and you're just very very mindful and you don't want people poking fun or people saying stuff or doing stuff and I'm always mindful of words that I use because you don't want to upset people because I know words that are triggering for me and also we're stuck in the middle of this and the dynamics of all of this even for us and every day we're like okay we've got to this stage you want baby to be healthy and you know, your harmony test and we this day you know, by day yeah, yeah and we found out gender because we want to know gender and then it was the anatomy scan and I'm like what do you mean there's an anatomy scan I was pretty unaware so of it many. there's so many levels and I'm just like just let me hold the baby. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm over it now and dare anyone to tell either of us well you're not the biological Finish that sentence carefully. <laughs> I just... Like, it's shocking. Oh, but it is shocking to me because I can't imagine... Well, I can't because you're saying, mm. and it does happen. Like, I, I think I think when when baby is here and you've got, you know, it's your family and you do all that. Like, is it easy to... I, I know you're doing it out of a kindness. You, as you said, you want to protect everyone involved. Absolutely. But hopefully just, I don't know, people common sense. I think everyone is going to be so thrilled for you. And if there's any feckers, just like... There are just going to be Egypt. There's always going to be someone, there, but there you is, have to be ready all, for that. People will, people will have an opinion. And again, that's why I'm mindful. In a way, we're living in this bubble. Even with you or any of our friends are so inclusive. They're so happy. It's so full of love. You know, not everyone's going to be like that. Then fuck them. I agree. 100%. But it's just filtering that. I know. And it's, then you're still worried because baby's not here yet. And then, and then you're vulnerable as a new parent. So you're yes. just like, I don't want to hear that noise. Can you, sh- can you shut out that noise? It would be brilliant if your brain was able to block trolls in no. your head. Could you imagine? Oh, That's an God, app to invent. Isn't it? Imagine. For your microchip in your head. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think if anyone who isn't just overjoyed with excitement for you don't want to know. Don't want to be friends. You know, and then it's now, you know, we have a crib in our room downstairs. It feels so amazing being able to talk about it, by the way, because we have kept this a secret. You know, we knew last year, you know, so we've kept it, you know, a secret from everyone. And as you know, as a mother being pregnant, there's so many stages you get to. And you're like, just get there, get there. But to be able to talk about it now publicly it's right. is a relief. I feel like it's coming out. I feel like when I was gay, I come out. Now I'm like coming out. We're having a baby. It's like, like a new just, baby. Now I can actually go just into so a shop, good. you know, oh. and not have to put, you know, one of my sister's name on something I've ordered <laughs> online to come to me. You know what I mean? And what's that like going into a baby shop and go and picking the things for your well, baby? Well, Amy, he's obsessed. We've still oh not done God. it publicly yet. No, We've not actually, oh, we haven't done it. So this is what we're like. Online. We go into a shop, but I'm like... Sniffing look, look, onesies. This is, this is me. He does that, I this swear. Is, this is me. He's like, oh look at that one, but don't, 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 don't Look at that one. I really like that one. You what are. about the grey and yellow? I love it. Don't look. No one probably gives a fuck, but we're like... Because 
it's so important to us. We know with the jigs and up, we still want control but of it all. But also the good thing is we know so many babies around yes. us that they're like, oh, they're buying for this person, this never person. Stop having kids. They're always having like, kids. Stop doing it. You look like a weirdo now, like walking around, seeing which one you're gonna you see buy. See me in a random kid, you just look at her clothes in a shop. Are you are you dressing this baby? <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> I feel like that's going to Oh, he, honestly. I have I, clothes from 6 to 9 and 9 to 12. <laughs> they may never even wear. Have You haven't got to... St- yeah, you're, it's about, I still have like no one. nappies, but I've got clothes when they're worn <laughs> on their birthday. Are you somebody that kind of is dealing with the logistics? I feel like I did not deal with that until the baby was was coming. Yeah. I did go to the hospital without nappies. Oh my God. Yeah. I should have known that. Yeah, Amy, you should have known so organized. that. It's not your first. <laughs> and it was my first. It was oh, the first. It was your first. first. He said that on the other Wait, one, the last still. one. I'd be like, <laughs> but listen, I am just very much no, like that. Organized. If we're going on holidays in June, I'm sending, I, first I would have a WhatsApp group straight away of everyone added in and they're like another group and I'm going, well, I'm thinking of wearing this on the first night. <laughs> He's and so organized. they are literally it's like, just incredible. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I am just like that. I'm thinking, you know, christening, outfit oh. what am I going to do yeah and also the fact is as two gay men and there might be so much hypocrisy with this we're now debating christening and should we or shouldn't we and it's almost like well, why do we care about people's opinions it's so strange yeah. going through just like, there's so much happening and going on and sometimes you can overthink the situation sure we just want to live in the moment being able to tell you that we are pregnant yeah you know and that we, we're having a baby yeah, yeah. It's, that's just what it should be I, yeah. yeah and maybe because it's been such a journey I don't know maybe when the baby comes maybe this little person will just go who block cares? everything yeah, out yeah the block but you see he's out. more sure like that, that I'm not I don't really pay attention to what people say yeah I've been I mean again like I was saying where I'm coming from I've seen the worst so for me trolls or people like that mm. I don't really care because I know that baby is going to be loved so much totally. family friends and if nobody likes it I mean if somebody doesn't like it I don't care yeah I mean I there's like always it. going to be someone oh, who's being 100% I'm ready for that but I don't pay attention yeah. he will get upset quicker than me yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's hard. It's, I think it's hard when you're tired and you're vulnerable. And as you said, you're trying to protect other people. I think that's always the hardest because you can nearly take the shit yourself. 100%. But when you're trying, you're like, don't you dare. <laughs> like, don't. Don't you, don't, don't you come yeah, for that, that person. That's, that's don't come real. for my baby. Yeah. Or anyone else that you're, yeah. And I should correct you on something. I won't be tired because our baby's going to sleep. Oh my Everyone God. has this misconception. <laughs> I love those babies. Every, oh everyone has God. this misconception you that are our child will not sleep. I swear. Oh, they will. He's telling you that though? You can be lucky and it is literally flip of a coin. Oh, I will be. Could you imagine? <laughs> oh, I will be lucky. <laughs> oh, I will be. <laughs> um, there's a really easy trick as well where you turn off the monitor. No, which I would never nice. do that. A Cal Paul, Cal Paul, other stuff going on. Oh, there's up. loads of Loads tricks. of stuff, yeah. Loads <laughs> of tricks. Trade. But oh weirdly, I feel like a lot of first babies sleep. I just didn't get that. And my third is a sleeper and I am such a smug bitch about it. Right. I, but, but I also thought From day dot slept. Well, no, there's a, that, that, that early stage because their tummies are so small they just want to eat every two hours. Sounds like me. Um, not that my tummy's that small but <laughs> I need to be fed every two hours. But um, the, yeah, they wake all the time because they need... So there is that initial thing. But some babies sleep from, si- from six weeks. But the good thing is also for us because baby comes to us straight away so there's no you know when you give a birth yeah. you're there. After nine months you still have to feed the baby yes. everything. Here, with two men we're ready. See, that, I was going to ask you so that. We're there's not no, tired. There's none of you, neither of you that can go, come here, I'm a bit wrecked. Exactly. So you're just like, oh, I can't. Well, yeah, exactly. Talk to me after a week. <laughs> <laughs> I, remember, I still was thinking, I was like, is there not a better system than this? I feel like in the old days, or the olden days, people were able to go, women were able to go and convalesce. Is that just an urban myth? 
that you had a baby and then you were able to go don't make an unreal holiday it doesn't sound very Irish Irish. let's give the women an easy (laughs) yeah we're in Ireland that didn't happen but I feel back in the day people say you know it takes a community or a neighbourhood to raise a baby when we were growing up and I was growing up in the 80s that's what happened neighbours helped families helped cousins and you know there were seven of us and we all reared each other it does take a team of people and it's exhausting and I almost feel there's a lot of pressure on women mainly to go I'm fine everything's fine make a joke of it oh I've not slept in a week Oh, like, I know. And you almost feel that people have to pretend. I but, know. But I, maybe if, again, it's sorry, Arthur. Yeah. If it like, I think as well, there's this weird thing that happens. You go, oh, I feel really lucky, so I can't, I can't say that I'm like. It's that weird sleeplessness. Sorry to say to you, but it is. You start like I was saying, sorry to say to you outside. I did your podcast, Brian, and I had this moment. Now I was, I was about to give birth to Ted. Um, <laughs> But um, I, it's like a weird, hazy tiredness that comes towards the end when you don't really sleep and you will avoid that part as well. So you know, you'll be straight in. Straight in. Um, but I was like, oh God, who, who died that I went on? Oh yes, your because death. I was doing Brian's yes. Big Camp Christmas Chats oh and then of course God. I've got Death Becomes Him. Yes. So you had said, yes, Christmas oh. Chats, let's go. I lo- you'd said, I love Christmas. I said, I love Christmas, it's going to be a great chat. Yeah. And then you're thinking, <laughs> did I just agree to do Death Becomes Him? No, it was only when oh I was going through the notes and I was like, oh. sure, I did that with him. And then I was like, I was like, did I have this weird blip in my brain with everything that's happened in the last however two years where I went on and just told Brian somebody died? Yes. Um, oh my my, it was my former self before I had kids. Oh but God. that was a death. That's She's a gone. Death. It's a, you're still grieving. <laughs> you still not accepted the new version of you. No. Well, I'm actually oh. hoping, you know, for me that I need to kiss goodbye to the old version of no. me. No. In so, a way, yes. I don't think you will ever do that. No, <laughs> no way. I don't no. believe it. I mean, I, no. I mean, I'm still, I think like... I you, think you're still the same. Well, you, you, don't, you don't know me then. <laughs> I'm capable of change. How dare you in front of Amy no say that? No way. No fight, way. Fight, no way. <laughs> they actually don't fight. Oh, Honestly, that's one thing we don't do. So we may nice. bicker have an argument, but then we're kind of over it. How do you get to the over it part? Like somebody, so no one is a stormer. No one storms off. We don't storm off, but I'm You're more a bit like the, How do you say? It's not feisty, but I'm more like the loud ones. Like, oh my god, I'm sick and tired of this. But then in two seconds, I'm like, do you want a cup of tea? No, or something? lie. Ah, it's not First a lie. lie. I will always be the one that has to initiate the forgiveness. Because even when I'm you not know wrong. you're wrong, so you have to make me laugh. So we're fine. So you're seeing what's happening here. <laughs> Did you get this? Are you pressing fight. It's like in, it's like in, um, in what in Bridget Jones fight fight <laughs> yeah. fight. No, I'm so like, I will <laughs> always go back and be like, listen, <laughs> it was what it was. Here's a cup of tea. That's really, and you know, yeah. that's lovely to go into yeah. this because you'll oh, be fighting all yeah, but also, I'm joking, be we're like, Yeah, but I won't be tired. <laughs> like, with us, we're so lucky because we're so super independent away from each other, but also work well as team players. Team, yeah. See, you that's know. ideal. Yeah, so it uh, works. Are you worried about saying goodbye to your old life? I mean, a little bit because, listen, I oh am one God, of seven. All life. the nieces, all of that, no. and all my kids. Part of me does think, well, I won't be going out as much. But I'm going on this new version of my life, which I really, really want as well. But I think you have to tag team, right? I think if you're going to, you still need those t- nights out. Oh my God. Yes. And you appreciate them much more. more. They'll happen less often. Less often. But also doing Ireland AM, and for the few days I was doing it, I feel a bit like that kind of get me a bit of a, okay, this is what it's like. Yeah, you, you know, have to go to bed There early. is going to be a crash at some point, but everyone says, my mom, Rester, would always say, never wake up a sleeping child, only a fool 
Wake up a sleeping child. True. And people get obsessed with it. Like, but he's been asleep or she's been asleep for however long. Let them sleep. Wake them. Let them sleep. <laughs> they look okay. okay. They're, they're breathing. They're, they're, you know, they're alive. They're just tired. Don't wake them up. And if you're tired, sleep when the baby is sleeping. No one likes a martyr. I know. So I'm kind of thinking, I'm getting good advice. This woman yes. has seven of us yes. on a shoestring budget. <laughs> yes. And we're all still here and well-rounded people. Are you nappers? Can you nap during the day? No, I don't. I can't either. No, I no. can't. I'm too hype for that. S- same. And I get the Always. fear. If I ever go to sleep, not at night, not at night time, if I go to sleep during the day, even for 20 minutes, I wake up and I'm li- my heart is actually racing. 100%. What is that about? I feel like I'm actually missing out on life. Yeah. Like I came back from Belgium, I woke up 10 in the morning the other day. I mean, oh my God, what's happened to me? Why am I up 10 in the morning? This is I, not right. I thought your fear was you wouldn't wake up. Oh my God. No. <laughs> like, but in that case, I can imagine though, when you're a parent oh. and say, Brian's away doing something, you've got the kids, you can't close your eyes because they could do something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Safety has to be an issue here. You've got to keep those little things alive. Yeah, there's a weird thing where you're, you're sixth sense. So I sleep with earplugs, right? Okay. When Brian is there. Because I mean like, <laughs> Thank I God hear you them. said that. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, I'm hungry. I've not eaten since Tuesday and it's Thursday. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't hear you. Yeah. <laughs> I was napping. No, but I there's a weird thing when he's away. You, you like it's like you've got a weird, you know, sixth sense. And then <laughs> I was talking about this recently because I will have a baby and then older kids. They do this really creepy thing, which I can't wait for it to happen to you, where, which makes you never really sleep properly as well. Is that you're asleep? You're Just asleep. Staring at you. And you wake up. No. It's like a get out. Film. Get out. <laughs> like mom. Get away! From oh my me. god! It's I history. heard that, and it's like the, the amount of times I'm like, they could have been kicked in the face because not yeah, a, or shot, jumping out of the bed. Get down, get down. <laughs> so it's I don't know if you, yeah your sleep is oh, it's God. it's weird but then you're right I think the older you get you'd sleep less why do they do that to old people it's true <laughs> you're, you're just sleeping more you're, but you're, you're not able to it's because we're not growing it's we're growing backwards you could run you could dance or you could just breathe the Bernardo's Big Active supported by Aldi is happening in schools across Ireland right now and it makes doing good feel great it gets classmates of all ages active while supporting their mental health and well-being. The Bernardo's Big Active, supported by Aldi, will raise vital funds to help Ireland's most vulnerable children. Sign up today at thebigactive.ie People always ask me, why are you so positive? Because I don't want to sit at home and cry. I want to do something every day. Yeah. I don't want to people feel sorry for me. You but just that's have such to an thrive. innate, lovely part of your personality. You not everybody, to. not everybody is like that. But that is such a, I think, such a gorgeous way oh, to yes, be thank you. and to be. And and do you think a lot of it is from from where I am coming from? Exactly. Like because like I was in Belgium that the, the couple of weeks ago, and I went to where I actually started. Right, and I keep looking. I was like, my God, I was there in that little one bedroom apartment with four of us, just with one mattress. I remember we were booked in one, one mattress, one bottle of uh, Coca Cola, and uh, Jaffa cakes. That's why I'm at session that Jeff Gigs and I remember we sat on that match I was like oh my god and I was only 12 going on 13 and then now here I am here I was like how how did I do this because nothing was going to affect me nothing was going to stop me I had to get out from that little town and make everything happen for myself and that's why it keeps me energized even like I'm kind of literally bullying Brian sometimes like let's do this let's do that let's do this let's do that he's like oh my god calm down I was like I can't no I can't calm down it's like people always say the struggle is real but so is the hustle oh my god the hustle I was only talking about oh, this with someone recently like, so sometimes the hustle is exhausting the hustle is exhausting 
right? Especially in the industry that we're in. Yeah. You know, I, I came from reality television in 2001. That's 21 years ago I got my break. Arthur, you know, came from modelling and from dancing. But you, you got to get out. Still Doors going. are going to close. Some will half open. Some will really open. Then they'll slam in your face. Yeah. You can't Just, let it define yeah. you. Hustle, hustle, hustle. But it's so funny. I said, I put on my Instagram saying, oh my God, I was 17 years old when I moved to Brussels because from that little village, Brussels, people are like, you were 17. I was like, yeah, a little studio, dancing, doing hair, because I wanted to actually survive. And they're like, 17. My kids are 17. They look like... 10. I know, it's, I know. But for it's me, a 17, I, I was like 40 no. years old already. So, so what did you, so Arthur, you let, you stayed in Belgium then, did you? And then started da- started dancing? Well, yeah, actually, basically, uh, when my dad passed away, um, I was 16 years old. So I moved from that little village to Brussels because I want to carry on hairdressing. I was a hairdresser at the time. And then um, when I turned uh, 18, 19, that's where I got spotted to be a dancer. And I went, you know what? I could do this. I could do this. That's how I got spotted to be a dancer and then but I still didn't have my papers mm-hmm. there was a time when the mayor from the little village uh, Malmedy came said listen they're not accepting you you have to go back what? yeah um, yeah I have to go back and and he said because I love you so much we became so famous in that little village and he said I'm going to pretend I never seen the letter to my mom we have to do something before the you know the asylum seeker uh, the police department federal they come to Malmedy get you and send you on the plane and then buy it. Thank you so much. Because we didn't get accepted. And I mean, I haven't said this, but like, and then my mom's friend said, that's it, you're not going back. We have to do something. You have to get married. What? Married. So my mom married to my stepdad. They met and they fell in love weirdly and, and he saved our lives. Wow. So if Paul, rest in peace, if he wasn't there, I would have never been sitting in front of you. We're gone. So and I got my Belgian passport after two years. So altogether, I was in Belgium eight years, and then I said, "That's it, I'm out." So I start going places. But were you a positive person before you had to be positive to get out of I all of that? I know. I never been positive. I was a very shy boy, and it's hard to believe. He always laughs when I tell him that. But when my dad passed away after two years, my life's like somebody switched the switch on, and I completely changed. Like I, I don't even recognize myself. Literally, I changed my life. October 1996 changed my life. I became I'm like nothing will ever stop me because my dad's dream was to see Eiffel Tower. He was his dream. He was 45 when he passed away. He was his dream. I remember saved like at the time it was Frank Belgium, like maybe 200 euro. He saved in the wardrobe. We found it when he passed away. I'm like, I'm going to spend that money. And my mom was like, but we don't have money. I was like, I'm going to spend it. So I got a ticket, went to Brussels, moved to the studio, left my mom, my sister, and I said, I'm going to make everything happen. I, I'm like, I'd never listen to anybody else. So do you know why I'm laughing when you said it you found Brian, that was a beautiful story. I, no, 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 but you know, I know why I'm a, Here he comes. Yeah, no, where I thought this was going to go. What? Why didn't you go to the Eiffel Tower? He, that's where your well, dad I went to after go. Because and he went, <laughs> I went to, oh, the Eiffel Tower. I moved to Brussels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you were thinking of no, going yeah, yeah, to exactly. the Eiffel Tower. But the funny thing is, I couldn't go because I didn't have the passport at the time. So I moved to Brussels. That was the, oh my God, I made it. I'm in Brussels, right in the city. But then, uh, but then everything started and I always want to make something. Not a dancer or model or actor. I always want to perform, no mm. matter what. So I stopped, da- uh, stopped hairdressing and I got spotted in a club and, and then I started traveling and everything. Even America, my dream was to be in America and nobody ever, ever believed I would make it happen. When I said to him, we got married, I was like to him, 
I'm moving to America. He's like, we just got married. He laughed. I'm like, yeah, but I told you I'm going to go to America. It's my dream. As an I'm Armenian like, let's enjoy the honeymoon literally, before you leave. Yeah, me. that's why. And I literally, I started the procedure. He was like, you're not going to get a visa. I'm like, I am. Watch me. And we went to Paris. I got the visa. He was crying. He didn't believe me. I wasn't going to get it. And even my mom, when I said I got my visa to go to America, to live in America, finally, she cries like, oh, my God. Every time I'm surprising her, she's like, you've done everything. You did it. You, you yeah, did everything. It. Everything I want to do. Even beyond, I mean, Dancing with the Stars, that's something I would have never even dreamed about. It. I wanted something like that, but I never even dreamed about it. And to get that phone call to do the auditions, screen test and get the job, that was literally the cherry on the cake. I'm like, that's it. I give up. What's next? What amazing it's, role it's models. Just... You'll both be as parents. That, like, as you, like the hustle, all the, the knockbacks, all yeah. of those life lessons, all the positivity, all the, you know, getting over the, the life obstacles that have been thrown at you like that is that's the stuff that magic is is made of because sometimes it makes people bitter and angry or other times it makes oh people shine with a light that is incredibly special I had so many people saying oh my god if I had your life I'll be so bitter and angry all life I was like but why I literally died nearly like why would I be angry yes I get frustrated like everybody else on things because it, it's human nature but I I don't get angry I just love life so much that is like, so I love life so much you can tell well you can tell and that positivity is infectious it is infectious and I'm going to so... swap the word infectious for sometimes <laughs> it's no, annoying too much is it, is Brian's, my brain. brain says that about me it's like Jesus Christ stop I'm talking I'm like in the it's morning I'm Satan stop yelling at me I'm beside you I described it as like living with Mickey Mouse and I am not Minnie so let's put it that way I'm more Daisy whatever that means well let him hustle some of that positivity at at three in the morning listen you hustle over to that car you shove that in baby's mouth because I'm on Ireland AM in two hours no like are you going to be Ireland AM no 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 no, who knows who knows I don't know I mean listen we're so lucky that we're living back in Ireland now and Brian you're so busy yes I mean yeah. I would can never... I just say, right? Can I say? Please like, speak freely. It is your podcast. <laughs> speak freely. In, it's your podcast. In in, in, in full compliments to me. <laughs> yes, thank um, you. Like I, I feel that the Irish public just have this long love for you. Like I feel like I know you longer, but you it was only one way. <laughs> I only yeah. met you in the real life, That's in the why real I world. Was you know resistant to meet you because I knew you were a fan. It was kind of awkward. <laughs> but it felt it felt like you, this Irish person on TV who was so funny and engaging and such a Attractive. great role model, <laughs> so <laughs> beautiful. Thank you. Lead with that. <laughs> But it was just, oh, oh, just, uh, just, we were and are just very proud of you. And it was such, they were the golden days of of reality TV where everyone experienced it as a group because everyone watched it together. It was like, I think to date, you know, I've been very, very lucky. I was on that show when I was a flight attendant. I worked at Ryanair. I was 22. I turned, I had my birthday party on the show. I then got a chance to go back and compete as the ultimate housemate and was crowned ultimate housemate I then went on to host it for six or eight seasons when it moved I've you know such a love hate with that show but it availed me so many opportunities career wise you know financially people that I met that I worked with that are still you know my best friends but back then people cared who won Big Brother back in 2001 people cared and I think the Irish people wanted me to win and for me because I was coming to terms with my sexuality and my family had found out days before uh, and it was all over the phone 
So when I left Days that... Days before, because I'm trying to remember. It was so... I can't even remember. It was May... A year ago and I did It was May 2001. So had you come out? I'd not come out. Oh, okay. No, so I, my sister told my parents I was afraid to tell them. Oh. And I was at Ryanair and I got off a flight from Italy and my mum said to me, you're trying to be fashionable. Okay, well, and I went, well, mum, I'll buy a jumper. No, I, no, I'm gay. She went, oh, are you sure? I just don't see it. And then I'm like, you don't see it? Everyone, everyone fucking else does. And then I remember, you know, winning the show. And at that point, you know, winning it, it's not that, of course, yes, everyone on that show wanted to win. I just didn't think it was going to be a reality for me. And then leaving, I just wanted to hug my, see my family. It was, that's what I just did. I just wanted. And then it was only afterwards I said to my mum, you're kind of in a tricky situation. And she said, she's called me son. Why son? I said, because people voted me the winner and if you didn't accept me it was on you yeah I was this like I'm, great na- for you. Yeah, I'm like Poor the nation's Rosie. sweetheart now <laughs> she used to always call me the nation's sweetheart you know but people cared I left that show with people with my picture on t-shirts and my, all my catchphrases and I was just like I remember just wanting to get back to normality quite quickly mm. I remember just wanting to get on the tube and go to the cinema and all that stuff just wasn't as easy you but know weirdly anymore. for you and I've never even thought about this like everyone else the public had a chance to get used to it but you didn't experience that until no. you, everyone already knew like you until millions of people are voting <laughs> like more people vote. I love saying this I, know, yeah, I, I can never say this enough give me the it, millions so here we go so more people voted for me to win than they did to uh, elect Tony Blair the, the Prime Minister of the UK Why just me alone have that on a business card I <laughs> could be the Prime Minister of somewhere and Minister. that's shocking that more people cared about this random gay guy from Ireland who worked at Ryanair that he won than, this is in the UK not in that's Ireland crazy. elected their Prime Minister to run their country this that says it all fun and relatability and that's exactly everything people? you are 4.3 I think it's the, yeah 4.3 I think it's the one the biggest yeah and it's, I mean, listen that's on all on a bad ego. day you, you must that's, tell that to yourself but listen can't wait to tell the kid they'll go what <laughs> literally as soon you did as they that, go I have news I have news but listen they're going to be embarrassed you did. You were what? Oh, Dad, why did you do that? <laughs> they will. They won't. They, they will. will. They will for a while, and then they'll be really yeah. proud of you. But me. also, when I was on the show, I was very, very lucky. Irish people could vote. Yeah. You couldn't vote all the time at for yeah, years. Yeah, there was always that. that weird thing of just like you could text a number no, in Northern Ireland, but it didn't work. I need you to call, and it's yeah. like it, it even people stop me and will still talk about Big Brother. Yeah, it's very strange. You know, I'm lucky. I'm back in that time of you know, rest Jay Goody, iconic. You know, Nicky Graham passing away recently. There's certain people that people remember, and I'm still grateful that I'm up there. That people still remember from that it's show. Only about five or six. Yeah, I was, was trying to test. Um, my Brian yes. and he was like Craig Craig, yes, Craig the first one Craig the mechanic yes yes who got nude and was painting it yeah I remember that yes, yes but it was they were and, and it was such a talking conversation it was like it, you sat down and watched it it wasn't you know Anna catch Nolan. up TV Anna Nolan the lesbian nun ooh lock her up that's what, what everyone thought come what, on oh my like goodness back in the day yeah, she, I mean talk about Anna you know almost setting the, the stage for me because I was after Anna yeah I can't you know, remember the order you know of Anna being a lesbian and you know being a nun it was almost like shock and then I could Come on, also Irish and gay. And I remember the media had a field day. It's like the Irish that. shock. Every Irish yeah. one is shocked yeah. up. You know, and then, people. yeah, Ray Shah. Yes, oh my gosh. Ray did yeah. really well as well. He was on Big Brother 4. Yeah. You know, really did. Irish are cool. Yeah, we are. Like if I, if I had done that show, we wouldn't have met. Yeah. I wouldn't be sitting here. 21 years ago this summer. I can't believe it. And I don't look a day older. Literally not. <laughs> Literally not. Brian, what do you, what what do you think, Arthur? I feel like I know these. Guys. What do you think, Arthur, will be like as a parent? I feel like I know all of this. Um, I think he'll be patient. Yes. I think he'll be quite calming and quite relaxing. Yeah. Because I run a tight ship. So I'll be the one running around going, call, yeah, call the doctor, call the ambulance, get the helicopter here, call someone to help us. 
the child's fine it was just wind okay <laughs> I just wasn't sure and Arthur what do you think Brian is going to be like as a parent I think he's going to spoil that child can I say the word rotten can yeah. I say Rot- the word rotten I just rotten. swore the whole way through the just and you're, married, you're just worried about rotten <laughs> <laughs> I know no he's actually going to be a good dad but I think he's going to actually ruin the child because I know how he is with our nephew Harvey oh. and I've seen that and there's always moments when Harvey comes to me I was like no Harvey you can't do that I'm more the strict one yeah. and Harvey will run to him Brian he knows how to manipulate Brian That's and the thing is with Harvey is that when he was a baby oh, and I knew that I have a healthy obsession with him <laughs> I wanted to lick between his fat oh rolls and his oh neck and when I'd be kissing his hand I'd notice his hand would turn like not like a different colour because I'm holding I'm, I'm like okay I'm going to mark the child and like I just think I, just I said something him. recently to my sisters and they howled I, said, I used to always say to Harvey you're the cutest baby I ever did see. <laughs> Said it to him. He's three. I was obsessed. Oh. Smell of him holding him now. If he was here now, I'd just be hugging him. Because boys can be so affectionate, more affectionate than I thought. Yeah. And I said to him the other day, <laughs> oh, you're the second cutest baby I ever did see. Yeah. You're um, gonna, he's going to have to get used to that. And my sister went, oh, you, I went, the ultrasound. You're the cutest baby I saw at the time. At the time. <laughs> Things have moved. I was like, no, no, we have a new cute baby in time. <laughs> oh, you're going to kiss that baby. It's like when you're holding the baby and you kiss them so oh much and then God. they start crying because they're just like, please leave me alone. Leave me alone. Stop doing Stop this. Stop smelling me. Yes. Oh, it's so delicious. What, what things do you hope, I don't know, that, or that you've learned from your parents that you instill in your, in your own child? Enjoy every single minute of it. Mm. Literally, don't regret anything. Just go for it. Yeah. That's what I'm going to... Yeah. For me, it would be that a child only needs a handful of things, which is love, uh, support, acceptance, Mm. a warm bed and food. You don't need... You know, I grew up playing perfection in Snakes and Ladders. I got my first phone when I was 20-something working at Ryanair. Mm. We didn't have all that stuff. We didn't go on holidays. We've, I don't think, my mum and dad have been on a plane only to come see me to London. They've never been out foreign. Mm. You know, you don't need any of that. Go for picnics, bike riding, sure. all of that. That's all you need. Save your money because sometimes the kids, you'll bring the kids on holiday and they're like, what was the best bit about that holiday? They're like, the lollipop on the, that we had on the way home. I'm like, you ungrateful. You just <laughs> so they just you know and they want your time and oh and and, and, the, and the experience of, of listen I'm that. well aware that we're probably still fantasi- going holiday, we're probably still <laughs> you know fantasizing about this you know ideal situation you, there are going to be challenges yeah. we are going to wind each other up I am going to be mad for an hour at the child and go oh I can't even look at you but that's all part of it but of course it is and as you say you know I always think this thing about being honest about the process right so you say it puts people under pressure everything that's perfect it's not going to be perfect no nor do you want it to be perfect no. if it's perfect there's something fucking wrong exactly and I always say as well is that like you know we have these things about our par- about parents having to suddenly become perfect because they've got kids but if you're not perfect beforehand how are you going to like there's no magic wand because you're going to know everything you're going to be able to do everything the right way yeah. you're just most people are just doing yeah. their best and each parent are different we're going to be completely different to yeah. you to you everybody well we're going to be better <laughs> we are going to be better at it. This is possibly true. <laughs> Listen, I, I literally shame you, Amy. We've so you're much help bitch. from like our friends and family. Yeah. I'd be on the phone going, "Is this normal? Is that you know?" And also, no, I've never, to my knowledge, changed 
a pooey nappy. But no, you, you never until you have a kid. Never. But I even did my niece and nephews, I, even when yeah. I did, I'd you harvey for overnights job. when he was did. never did. And that now poor child. he's potty trained. Yeah. Potty trained like nearly. He just didn't have a dirty nappy. He just yeah. peed yeah. when I had him. Yeah. So this, I mean, that's a challenge, you know. And as much as we, you know. I'm also very aware now of giving baby privacy. It's very strange that we put so much out there that I'm a bit like, well, I'm not quite sure I want to do that with sure. baby for a bit. It's very, very odd, yeah. you know, because not that people will not care. It's not about that. It's I'm just not sure how open will be. Okay, he says that now and the baby's going, hello. <laughs> I may, but I want it to Literally, be, exactly. I want it to be my choice. Sure. And a choice that I live with yeah. and not because I'm forced into yeah. it. But I think you'll naturally make that, that call yourselves and whatever works for you both and, 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 and see what feels right for your family. Yeah. Family. I'll be ringing, I know it's so exciting. Know it is. <laughs> yes, it is. I'll be ringing you guys for advice and I'll have like three kids that are basically teenagers. <laughs> but I feel like you are so prepped. I'll be like, what do you do? Yeah. When, um... Okay, to, quickly, go to karaoke song. And think by Britney Spears. Nice. Madonna, uh, uh, the one, Pray. Was yes, the song? just like a prayer. Just like a yes, prayer. Yes, good one. Yeah. Uh, Favourite song to dance to? Oh my God. You can't choose. I can't choose. Amy, you no, can't, it ask can't. Me and that. that It's like literally going Oh my this. God. I can't. Okay, next question. Unless anything, you have an answer. Anything poppy or again, by Britney Spears. <laughs> Love it. Um, job you would be doing in an alternate life? You're going to laugh. Model catwalks. I'm not laughing. I'm loving it. And you'd be swishing <laughs> that hair. Love, I always dreamed to be Cindy Crawford. Oh, well, yeah. do you know what? We should never give up on our dreams. <laughs> next. <laughs> uh, pop star. <laughs> Pop star. Yes. Pop star, boy band. And I'd be the one that would leave first. I do like, you know, Jesse Little Mix of Jerry. I'm like, I'm better than all of ye. I'm out of here. And then 10 years later, I'll come back and do the reunion tour. I feel like you haven't put any thought into this at all. (laughs) I really have. That's exactly what I would do. Oh, God. Best Irish county. I'm not even asking you guys. Uh, Obviously, Kildare. I had to pretend to be from Kildare once. (laughs) Really? The accent's just not directly on point. Why? For a job or for just life? No, we did. (laughs) When I was doing some private investigation hustle, I did a uh, drama series. You probably were in London at the time. It was probably around the time that you did Big Brother. I feel like that was. Were you a doctor? No. Oh, were no, you that a lawyer? was the clinic. No, I was. Uh, there was a. What were you? Oh, Jesus, what were you? <laughs> I was a school student. I was playing a 17 year old when I was in my 20s. Anyway, don't want to go on about it. Were you a, sno- uh, were you a snotty little bitch or were you I nice? I was a snotty ah, little bitch. From Kildare. Yeah, of course. <laughs> no, but we. It was a, or an RT drama on home ground about like a local GAA club in Kildare. Nice. I'd like to hear that Kildare accent. I will tell you another time. <laughs> no, that's, not that's not it. That's not it. Oh, I feel like I know this. Who's tied or eat, Brian? Yes. Um, I feel like I know all the answers now that we've spent this time together. Morning person or night owl? Morning person, night. Well, you're going to... Mm. Well, I get better during the day. Yeah. So I wouldn't say night owl, but like maybe uh, 12, 1, 2, 3, I'm coming into my peak. Are you good in the afternoon? I'm better in the afternoon. Yeah, I'm, even in the morning, I have no appetite. I'm like, look, get that away from me. That's going to be good for you because I feel like everyone flags in the afternoon. You're going to come into your own. Yeah. Guys, just to say oh. how thrilled I am for you both and Thank you're just you. going to be the best parents. I want to come over and for me to be your baby. <laughs> we could practice with you. We can, yeah, practice exactly. on me. I'll yeah. come over and you can put me in the crib and, ro- you know, and rock me. And dress me in nice clothes. Yeah, you know I'm going to do that. It's, you know, Thank you so much for you know inviting us because there is Thank a thing you. about feeling inclusion and I like the way what this podcast represents and I know you've had you know Mark Feely on and you've had other friends and people that we know on and I just like the idea that you're talking about family with two men in a same sex relationship I think that's what's important about this conversation as well wouldn't have it any other way I'll send you a pic when baby's born please do 
Thank I you. will literally be like, come on. I know that Pippa's probably going to be godmother, but I I mean, listen, I'm important too. Arthur tried to teach me to dance <laughs> exactly. nine years ago. Okay, plan B, Amy. <laughs> what do we think? Oh my God. Guys, oh. the, ver- the very best Thanks of luck and so I'm so much. thrilled for, Thank you for so the both much. of you. Thank you. And- Thank you so much to Brian and Arthur for taking the time to chat with us. Please like, subscribe and tell all your friends about the podcast and don't forget to share your stories at aldi.ie forward slash Mamiya. Don't wake that baby. Aldi has everything for new babies and toddlers. No surprises then that our Mamiya range romped home or romper home with 17 wins at the National Parenting Product Awards, including goals for Mamiya Air System Nappies Size 6 Plus, Mamiya Nappy Sacks and Mamiya Organic Baby Food range, making Aldi the most awarded retailer at the awards. So for mums and dads everywhere, honestly, we could not be nappier. Aldi, every day amazing.